You're listening to Mixed, Tapes, Feelings, and Drinks. Holland and Nick talk with their close friends about songs that are dear to them. We dig into these songs to help add more meaning and overall enjoyment to their listening experience. All, of course, while enjoying some sublime mixed drinks. Made by Holland. Hello, Holland. What's up, Nick? Uh, not much. Just uh, drinking some whiskey. Yes. Uh, wait a minute. Is wait. that a mixed drink? Unfortunately, no. You would think that since our podcast is called Mixed, we'd be mixing our drinks, but... Uh, Do you want some lemonade to throw in there? Yeah. Give me some lemonade. Some Sorry. Poor, uh, poor man's whiskey sour? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, got that ASMR <laughs> for the... Oh, yeah, for that this Newman's own. New <laughs> yeah. This is a new thing of lemonade. Let's uh, pour, okay. pour it into the mic. <laughs> That's like, that sounded like pee. <laughs> that sounded like pee. That's great, though. It's like a pee. <sighs> okay, Nick, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. I will, Holland, because we don't really know each other that well. Not really. How long have we been friends? Like four months? A couple months, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, Holland... I was born in Hawaii, and then I moved to North Dakota when I was four, and then I moved to Washington when I was seven, and then I've been here ever since. Wow. Yeah. So when it comes to music, I have like a little bit of island music and a little, a lot of mm. like... Uh, reggae at all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100% oh, okay. reggae. Yeah. Right. My roots are like reggae. <laughs> and then it kind of goes into a lot of disco and like... I don't know, uh, eagles. I, I guess. was not aware of that. Y- yeah, learning <laughs> something new. Uh, actually, you know, my parents like growing up listening to music. I mean, when as a kid, you don't really pick your music; it's whatever mm-hmm, your parents mm-hmm. listen to. Uh, it was a lot of Michael Jackson. That was what I liked. Okay, Michael Jackson. But my parents listened to a lot of disco and uh, mm. like an Eagles. Okay. Yeah. So, but they never really listened to full albums. They listened to mixes. Okay. Yeah, which is appropriate because we're mixed. And I'm they, not mixed, but you're mixed. <laughs> I am mixed, yes. I am, what am I? Guamanian? Yeah, I'm Guamanian. I'm a lot of like those Polynesian islands. Cool. So uh, a lot of my, it was a lot of my mom listened to the same mix. Like like she had these two CDs that she listened to over and over again. So uh, like I said, disco. But like when my family did listen to full albums, it was country albums. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was Shania Twain. And it was Dixie Chicks. I can get down with Dixie Chicks <laughs> Dixie because Chicks? my mother also listened to Dixie Chicks. Oh, what did she listen to? Dixie Chicks. <laughs> I mean, like, my bad. <laughs> um, I liked that one song about Earl. Oh, yes. Um, about killing him? <laughs> about killing Earl. <laughs> yeah. There's one about a traveling soldier. There's one about an avalanche. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all I can think of. She never listened to Shania Twain? I don't think so. Not that I can recall, but hmm. you never know. I feel like that Taylor Swift is like the modern version of those bands. Mm, yeah. Except she's, well, I guess Shania Twain's her own thing. Yeah. I was never into Taylor Swift. Did you ever go through a Taylor Swift phase? No, not in the beginning. Now I am. Okay. Now I am, uh, I'm getting older to the point where music is kind of just like whatever. Yeah. I'll just listen to it. I'm not, I don't have like a stigma against certain bands. Well, I still 
I still have a stigma I against still country. Do. A little bit. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Yeah. But she's not country anymore. She's like pop. Taylor Swift? Yeah. yeah. And I love pop music. Okay. So it's, she's fine. Do you like um this little this little band called Walk the Moon? Oh, I like this little band called <laughs> Walk the Moon. Uh, the oh, other day, I texted Holland and I said, hey, I need a song to like kind of like scream sing along to like a happy song yeah i need a happy song because it's sunny out and i just i can't listen to loving is easy by rex orange county County, like five (laughs) fifty times in a row anymore (laughs) so she's like okay uh listen to don't stop me now by queen and i was like "Uh, i've done the same exact thing with that song yeah yeah i just need something new i've never heard before so she recommended anna's son by walk the moon walk the moon this was holland uh during college driving to school getting pumped up to go to biology class or something <laughs> you loved i Wait, loved how, Anna, so, so or how old walk the you? moon um 15 16 oh 17. you were in college at that young of an age i did running start oh okay yeah. so you were a smart kid i mean as in smart as in like you thought about your future <laughs> <laughs> no not really everyone else was doing it so i did it but i mean that's the best way to like oh i totally benefit from it now but it yeah. was not i would not give myself credit for doing for that. thinking ahead of your like thinking no ahead way. for yourself. also yeah. i never went to class Do you Wh- get what degrees? do you mean i never went to class um i would study outside of class but i get really bored sitting in a classroom so i would study enough to pass the tests but if i didn't need the attendance points i wouldn't go i'd go to lunch with Aaliyah <laughs> or like just sleep in or wait so did you yeah. get a good grades um i got passing grades yeah. oh wait wait passing grades technically d's yeah d's get degrees oh, that's what okay. i'm saying like i i just skated through oh okay yeah. well yeah that was pretty much me i think like in middle school i was a's and b's and then high school was all c's and d's just because like that sounds about like why same. why do i have to try this is, yeah. this is all sucks college was actually a lot easier than high school in my opinion because um I mean, in high school, you're going five days a week for six hours a day. And then you have like two hours of homework on top of that. And it's draining and ridiculous. Uh, yeah. And you're trying to figure out how to be a teenager too. And then in college, yeah. um, I would have like three days a week of where I had classes, but the classes were only like two hours or three hours long. Oof. So I had a lot more time on my hands, which probably was not the best for me <laughs> looking back on it. Why is that? Um, I don't know, because I like to stay busy, and if you're not busy doing the right stuff, you'll be <laughs> doing <laughs> the wrong stuff. I feel it. I feel yeah. it. But um, yeah, I I really appreciated uh, running start. So got a little head start on life. So think of Holland, fifteen year old, fifteen to sixteen year old Holland going to school. Yeah, driving down Avondale, the back way into Kirkland from okay. Winterville. How long is that drive for you? Uh, 30 minutes, but I would try to do it in 20. So she's listening to this song on repeat. Speeding <laughs> down the road, <laughs> weaving in and out of traffic, <laughs> pissing people off <laughs> <laughs> left and right. Also, getting to class extra early so I can hang out with my love interest. Ooh. 
I just have to say, when you first gave me the song, I absolutely hated it. I knew it. <laughs> I, I knew you would. It's yeah. a guilty pleasure. Yeah. It uh, it reminded me of like, um, like those emo bands, I guess. Kind of like the whiny singers. Yeah. Like a uh, what is that? Uh, shoot. Like Fallout Boy. Uh-huh. And uh, um, I never went. Panic at the Disco. Oh, okay. I never went through that phase, but I went through a really yeah, heavy Twenty One Pilots phase. Oh, okay. Is yeah, that is that similar or not similar? Um. I think it's kind of similar. Okay. I went to a couple of their concerts. And oh. Yeah, they're kind of like... How old were you, when, moody. you when you went to those concerts? Um, probably like... Um, I was probably 15 and oh, sure. 17. Were your parents going with you to those concerts? No. My my dad and Savannah's dad went with us to foster the people. And then after that, I was allowed to go by myself. But hmm. that first concert, it was under parental supervision. <laughs> well... I grew to like this song and I think it honestly has to do a lot with getting older you stop criticizing things as much mm. I still criticize things but because you're my friend and I know this song means a lot to you I started to appreciate like just the fact of how fun and light it is mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I wanted this podcast to be I want people to come on and to like express the feelings they have with certain songs and for me to uh, appreciate uh, what they were going through listening to the songs and like when I think back listening to music when I was 15 or 16 I was I that music meant a lot to me because I feel like that age it's very formative mm, when mm-hmm. it comes to your music taste yeah you're still like even if you're not listening to those, that kind of music anymore you're still you still love that music totally And I think music has this way of helping you process your feelings. And so when you're in a, when you're a teenager, you have a lot of feelings. Oh, so many feelings. So many feelings. Holland and, so <laughs> and I send each other memes, and it's always like about, <laughs> about like feelings. <laughs> it's so appropriate that we have this feelings. podcast. Yeah, feeling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it helps you kind of work through them because if you have you have sad feelings and you're not doing anything with them you're just gonna be sad forever but yeah. if you have sad feelings and then you listen to some sad music and you actually like process yeah, your sad you process. feelings yeah you get to move past it so that's cool yeah i think even too like uh, being young and having no like real reason to be sad and you're listening to this sad <laughs> music <laughs> you kind of just lay there being sad just thinking about i don't know just feeling things mm. and it's and it's something I feel like it's nostalgic. Like thinking back, and you're happy about being sad a little bit. <laughs> it's it's a different like, kind of sad. I'm grown up because I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think any form of art is a way for you to process. Mm-hmm. And music is just one of those art forms that is most accessible to everybody. Yeah. Sometimes you don't have the time or the money to go to a museum and stand there all day looking at paintings or you don't have time to draw or whatever. But music, it's really easy to play in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, Easily usually accessible. free. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you one of those people that can go to a museum and fully appreciate something? Or, sorry, fully appreciate artwork? Oh, yeah, I so love cool. museums. I, I, I seriously envy that. I think the only time I've ever done that was going to the Met and like fully appreciating the artifacts there just because 
you know, the, the you tour. know the stories behind them. Yeah, it's, yeah. it you know made it one hundred percent better. But if I were to go to a more contemporary museum, mm-hmm. I think I, it would I would it'd be a little bit different for me. Yeah, I think a good gateway into that is going with Sean and Stephanie Conway because you can go and make fun of all the art, and Sean <laughs> will make up stories for the art. Or me and Stephanie have done this before too, like going and pretending like we know everything about the <laughs> the piece and awesome. giving the full the full history and the full background and just acting really snobby <laughs> that's really fun and then it gets you into it a little bit i will play now a song um that i listened to when i was 15 or 16 and i was being sad do you know this song mm-hmm. oh yeah death cap for cutie mm-hmm. title and registration Ben Gibbard has a way to make you so sad. Ben either... Gibbard, are you okay? <laughs> He's clearly not. <laughs> clearly. Decades of singing sad songs. <laughs> uh, he, no, but this music, this album came out, came out in 2003, so I was probably 13, but I didn't start listening until I was 16. And this is like the pinnacle of Nick laying in bed being sad over literally nothing. Like, I can't even think of like, oh, my parents are mean to me. This girl doesn't like, uh, like me or something. Or I, I can't even talk to this girl. Oh, I was definitely one of those guys that, or boys that, uh, if I liked a girl, I just, I never talked to them. <laughs> like, I was just way too, like, embarrassed or scared or something. Yeah, so that was, so, th- so I would take all that angst go to bed put on (laughs) 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 just be sad because i'm it's really pathetic but no i think a lot of people can relate to that yeah it's not pathetic and this album too just in general is just like a great sad album i'm curious of what this newer generation of kids what they listen to billy eilish yeah yeah of like being sad Sad. Uh uh-huh moody and and i know that like I know when I was a kid, anxiety and depression was never like discussed. Mm-hmm. You know, like even if you were depressed, you it was never a name was never like put to it. So, but a lot of kids these days, I feel like, understand what anxiety or depression are, mm-hmm. and it might be blown out of proportion. But I still think yeah. it's like interesting. Like they listen to music, and when they have anxiety or depression, uh, they can actually like label it. Do you think there's an increase of anxiety or and depression, One. or? better acknowledgement of it or like admission to it i you know that is a great question because we'll never know the answer that's true because there's so many variables yeah there's so many like that that time yeah like that period in the stream of time yeah we'll never know if um yeah i remember having my first anxiety attack and Mm -hmm. thinking like this is anxiety <laughs> I remember being stressed out thinking that it was anxiety like when I was mm-hmm. younger mm-hmm. and then having my first anxiety attack it was like oh no the, and then after for some reason after that it was just like a floodgate of like now I'm gonna have anxiety <laughs> but I think uh, I remember back like a family member of mine um, being depressed and I, I was so young that I couldn't like understand why they just wouldn't leave the house they wouldn't leave the bed mm-hmm. and i was like they're so weird like there's just a mm-hmm. weird person back mm-hmm. back in the day there wasn't like it wasn't identified yeah but then like you know now looking back it's like oh no they were like 
severely depressed. Yeah. And they just couldn't leave the bed. Yeah. I remember the same thing, like my mom telling me one time, like one of our close friends, she's like, hey, like, and and she kind of made it a thing. It was like a big deal. Like, hey, I just wanted to let you know that um, our friend so-and-so has depression. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, what? They have depression. Did you under, did you understand it as a? No, I oh, yeah, I, I was like either. I instantly associated it with like trying to kill themselves. Ooh. Like I instantly associated depression with suicide, like suicidal yeah. ideology, yeah. and it, it like freaked me out. I was like, oh my gosh. And which is even funnier now because I went to a doctor probably like two years ago, mm-hmm. and I uh, he gave me this slip of paper, and it was like circle how you feel it was like a one through ten scale (laughs) and i was just like circling i was like trying to be like i didn't want to exaggerate anything i wanted to be like very truthful Mm -hmm. and it was like how often do you think about killing yourself Mm -hmm. and i was like let me think about that and i was like yeah that's pretty normal and Mm -hmm. then he he got the paper and he was like (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) he like came back and he was like yeah you're severely depressed and i'm like no i'm not like i'm I'm fine fine. i can function (laughs) he's like, you think about killing yourself. I was like, yeah, but I won't do it. Yeah, I'm never going to do it. I just like, I just think about it a lot. Yeah. I was like, it's normal. People think about killing themselves. Like, that's like a normal thing. He's like, no, it's not. (laughs) Like, oh, okay. I just recently discovered that's not a normal thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but I think knowing that too helps you to, uh, because I got put on medication and I didn't, it didn't really help. Yeah, I'm fine now. I'm not going to kill myself. No, I yeah, no. And I, yeah, I want to uh, you clarify. I don't, I don't have those thoughts anymore. <laughs> I don't think just about. just got really real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows. Hey, knows it's everything mixed. Better. It's mixed Mental feelings. States. That's true. Yeah. That's can true. I have more lemonade actually? Yeah. Thank you. Um, Here, give me your glass so I can pour it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. I'm not peeing. It's just lemonade. <laughs> so I work in a children's hospital mm. and I work in a specialty clinic, but we work really closely with social workers and we evaluate kids a lot. Over 13, we give them the PHQ-9. We um, screen them for depression, anxiety, oh, wow. all these How things. How old? How old? Um, well, I see kids like anywhere from a couple days old to like 23. Oh, wow. But we start screening at age 13. Mm. And so I'm like, I'm, I'll go through and review um, the the forms that they fill out to yeah. see if they're depressed. Oh. So that's what I do a lot. Okay. And then one day I went into my own doctor and I, mm-hmm. and I got one of those forms and I was like, <laughs> this never is thought interesting. About that. I like do this for other people all day long, but I've never yeah actually done it for myself. And that was when I started taking medication oh, for depression because nice. I was like, wow. Um, I read this form every single day and like have never, never done a reflection of myself on yeah. it. But yeah, it, I check almost everything off. So mm-hmm. how ironic that is very ironic. Yeah, my doctor. He wasn't a psychiatrist. He was just my doctor. He when he got my slip back. He described how I felt so vividly, but it was so simple. It felt stupid. He would just, he, all he said was, do you feel like you're in a bubble of sadness and you can't get out of it? And that sounds so stupid, but I was just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. He's like, do you have a hard time getting out of bed? And I was like, yes, that's 100% how I feel. 
and then he put me on this medication and it was so like i felt normal like i felt like that's i I honestly felt like it was drugs to us to a point where i was like this is should be illegal because i feel (laughs) so good you know what i mean yeah within a couple days i got more energy Mm -hmm. like from taking the medication i got a lot of energy and then within a couple weeks is when i started actually like my mental state was changing that's awesome yeah was that recently um about a year ago yeah, that was yeah. And then like a few months ago, I actually stopped taking the medication. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Same. So I'm like taking like doing therapy and that's helped way more than medication. Oh my gosh. Medication gave me traction and then therapy like actually I'm so changed the the thinking process processes. How processes. how did you how did you like push yourself to make that first appointment? For therapy? Yeah. Um I knew some other people that went to the same lady. Mm. Um and my medication like initially initially my medication was helping me a lot and then it kind of stopped helping me Mm, and my doctor was like well you know it's it's been said that medication paired with therapy is the best Mm, way to deal with this and i was like no i don't need therapy i'm fine yeah but when it when the medication stopped working i got like really scared like i don't want to go back to how i was feeling before so then i started going to therapy yeah Yeah. are you still doing it today Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah i go every other week I remember you told me a story where you cried. <laughs> Is that too? So- yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm trying to remember what I was talking about. Well, I, you don't have to share that. But I just remember she, you got to a point where you were crying and she was like, I knew we would get to this point or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. She yeah. like totally, she knew I was like sensitive about something mm-hmm. and she kept talking about it and like really pushed it. And I started crying. She's like, yep, there it is. And I'm like, okay, can't, <laughs> can't you just like calm down a little bit? You're too excited about victory. me crying. Yeah. This is not a victory for you. <laughs> like, sure, whatever. Yeah. That's probably good though. I've uh, scheduled an appointment, but I never went. It's just no. It's hard. It is hard. It's really hard. I, you know, and you have a... to want to do it. You can't do it for other people, or it's not gonna yeah. work. Yeah, and I just I'm afraid. My number one thing that I'm afraid of is I'm afraid I'm going to exaggerate my problems, and then <laughs> they will kind of. You're like Nick. You're so needy. Stop. <sighs> well, I know I'm that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a podcast. I want people to listen to me. <laughs> Narcissist. Uh, no, no. Do you think I'm a narcissist? No. Okay, that good. was a joke. <laughs> okay. I don't think you're a narcissist. <laughs> this was like a while ago that's popped into my head and I forgot to say it. For Ben Gibbard, do you think that he's been sad for so long or do you think that he got all these fans that liked his sad music and, mm. and then like he had to continue writing sad music because yeah. he needed the money? Yeah, I don't... I. I would like it's one of those questions too. Like we'll never know the answer. We'll but, never know. Ben, well, get rid of your listening. <laughs> tell us. I did listen to a podcast with him, and he seems like a he's very much an introvert. Okay. He talked about how he's married to D- Zoe Deschanel. They got divorced. Yeah, and okay. then he talked about, but he talked oh, about oh, that. Okay, okay. He talked about their marriage and how like it was kind of just like a fling essentially. Oh, yeah. okay. And like they 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 thought that like they were going to be happy together they like moved to california and all this stuff and then they realized like oh no we're not meant for each other <laughs> which is really interesting and it's like i'm sure he's sad i'm How sure he's like to share that with the world yeah yeah it was nice it was nice to hear too especially because like as like a not like i don't know a fan you're kind of you're very interested yeah like, two people you're a fan of mm-hmm. like, i was like how did that how did that go down yeah uh but i'm, I'm sure he's a sad person Okay. Jim Carrey like has this very famous quote about like I wish everyone could be rich to show mm, like, how mm-hmm. like it doesn't bring it happiness. Doesn't, yeah. 
So true. But we know that already. We do. Old news. Do you have another song from your? Uh... Can we play? Can we play number one party anthem? Because that's that's my sad anthem. Yeah, you shared this song with me a while ago. <laughs> I remember one time. <laughs> um, this song came on during shuffle in my car. Mm-hmm. And Aaliyah was in the car with me, and <laughs> I told her I was like, "Oh my gosh, um, this is my favorite song ever." Like, I just feel like this. This. I could always be in the mood to listen to this song. Yeah. Like, I am always feeling this way that this song makes me feel. And she's like, she kind of like, we listened to the song and like some time went by and she's like, that's kind of sad. Like, are you okay? (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I just really like this song. What was that? A couple years ago? That was probably three or four years ago yeah i still stand by it i really like the song but yeah um yeah she had a point and i am really sad sometimes yeah we are sad boys (laughs) um you and i would you agree yeah oh totally i really love um arctic monkeys i also love alex turner who Mm -hmm. is the lead singer and he, he does his own stuff sometimes too one of the songs that I really like, I'm gonna look it up right now. It's called Stuck on the Puzzle. And it's from a movie called Submarine. Oh, it's part of the soundtrack. I love that movie. It's really good. Directed by Richard A. Yoli. Yeah, I, can, I really like when artists do that. They have their band and they also come do their own stuff, and you can see um, what their individual style is. Yeah. Is there anything in the lyrics that you appreciate from this song? You know, I gotta be honest, I never really listened to the lyrics. Yeah. Um, until <laughs> my grad party. So I had, I have some friends, the Carols, and there's three brothers, and they're in a band. Mm. And they played at my grad party. Super nice to do that. Um, I gave them a few song suggestions, and this was one of the song suggestions. Yeah. And they came to me like a couple days before. They're like, "Hey, so um, <laughs> are you sad? <laughs> no, <laughs> are you okay? We have a sheet for you to <laughs> fill out." <laughs> no, they were like, "So this song is about prostitutes. Do you really want us to play this at your grad party?" <laughs> I was like, um, oh "No, actually, maybe God. save that. Don't play that." I'm like, "Okay, we just wanted to double check." <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I hadn't listened to the lyrics, but I just yeah. I like his voice. Yeah. Um and I liked the feel of the song. Yeah. I liked the mood that it set. So yeah. that's that. I remember you gave me a, a list of two, four, six songs to listen to. And I I listened to it like over and over again because I wanted to appreciate it, like get into the mind the space that you were in. And I remember texting you and be like, Colin, you're sad. That's when I realized, like, you're sad. This is, all these songs are so sad. And you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's me. That's <laughs> me. There was a, also, speaking of Aaliyah Pitt, she posted a story. This was a long time ago. She posted a story. You guys were at uh, uh, Snoqualmie Falls, I think. <gasps> yeah. And you, she posted a story of you. It was like a boomerang or something. Mm-hmm. And you were looking down 
and you it was like the saddest i've ever <laughs> seen oh, you no. <laughs> you looked so sad and i was just like no, holland look i i messaged her i was like that holland is a sad boy and she was like yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> or something like that yeah Ali is one of my friends that gets me out of my sadness she's really good about oh like gosh. Yeah. distracting me one or just like making me realize there's there's way more to life than just being sad about things yeah she also be really happy and like yeah funny I don't hang out with her much. In the moment. But when I do, she is a very positive person. Yeah. I love her for that. I really appreciate that about her. <sighs> Sad boys. <laughs> it's funny, though, because if I was at Snoqualmie Falls with Elite, I was probably really happy. Oh yeah, you looked so I sad. Know why looked I don't. So sad. I don't know what it was. You were like stare. You were like zoning out. <laughs> it was like just one of those moments. Yeah, I got the RBF as well. <laughs> You guys, I promise I'm not grumpy. Let me play uh, a sad song of mine now. Okay. Can we handle two in a row? Oh yeah, let's do it. It's this is the song is not. Well, no, this song is really sad, but it sounds upbeat. It's slow by Twin Shadow. So this 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 album came out in 2010. I have a story. I have a story behind this song. Let's hear it. That's what we're here to talk about. Yeah. So in 2010, I was. I was probably 19 at the time, and the first time I heard this song was at a Seattle party. And like half the people at that party are out of the truth now. (laughs) So it was, for me, it was a cool party. (laughs) It was like, this is sketchy. Yeah, no, I was just like, I don't know too many people here. Mm -hmm. Everyone seems really cool. And then this song came on. And everyone was like once it came on everyone got very excited i never heard the song before but <laughs> like what's happening this yeah. song is so sad <laughs> it's not though but like it's like a dance song almost okay but the song is really the lyrics are really sad uh but i don't know it was it's a it, that's what it's just one of those songs that like um i looked it up when i got home because everyone got excited about it i was like okay i need to know what the song is yeah. But then after looking up the lyrics and listening to it and being in an angsty phase at 19, it just became one of those sad boy songs. So... Are there any particular lyrics that you want to read to us that stand out to you? From this song? Mm-hmm. So it's coming up in a bit. Okay. The chorus is, I don't want to be believing in love. I don't want to, I don't want to believe, be, but be in love. I don't want to be, believe in love Mm. right here. So to me, the song is about like being with someone 
but pretty much asking them like when when are we going to be done because i don't want to be in love i just want to know when this is like whatever we have right now is when is it going to be done so it's um something he knows is going to be a fling yeah you know yeah and you know what kind of sucks about this song too for me personally is i was a terrible person (laughs) when i was that age i was the person that was messing with other people's hearts okay so this song is like mostly for the perspective of the person that i was into so but for some reason i was also just sad i don't know when you like when you want to be in a relationship but you're like you're also just a bad person (laughs) (laughs) i think back i think but it's just one of those things that like i think back to when i was young and i was like i hated who i was and Mm -hmm. i hate i hate the people that did what i did back then Sorry. anyway yeah um i think we've all done things that we're not proud of for I've sure i've also been that person as well <gasps> <laughs> i want to drink more so i'm gonna drink more do what you need to do um how do you feel right now i feel i feel good right now i feel I good too any more drinks no, I just mean like in general. Oh, in general? Yeah. Yeah, I feel good. I like reflecting on these songs. Yeah, it feels Fun. good. I feel like... Wait, you didn't pick the song first time. No, I... I uh, so Holland and I shared a couple like songs with each other and then I went over the songs that I sent her and I don't know, I, uh, I changed it up. There are a couple songs that I... Uh, they do mean i mean there's so many songs that mean a lot to me i mean yeah. and, and that's why we have this podcast like i feel like we need to talk to people and then we can also just share yeah okay there's one more song that i would like to share but it's it's another sad song and i'm trying to kind of like move away from that but i'll i'll share you i'll share you the lyrics about yeah, okay. that um so the first the stanza to this song is good man by brand new and it says well, I wrote your name and burned it to see the color of the flame. And it burned out the whole spectrum as if you were everything. Whoa. And every time That's I listen to lyric. it, I'm like, holy crap, this is <laughs> insane. Have you ever done something like that? Burned stuff? Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. it. I feel like it's, yeah, it helps you, you move on. Does it really? Okay. That's yeah. interesting. I have a friend that would fill an entire journal of mm-hmm. just like his diary or essentially, and he would burn it once it's Ooh. completely filled. That's very symbolic. It is very symbolic. I felt like, and he did this when he was like 17, 18. And I, was, I just felt like, dude, I that's a that. waste. Like you, <laughs> you should keep that. Like you, you'll, you'll be more in tune with how you felt at the time. He's like, no, I were like the darkest. Thing. <laughs> I am constantly torn. I am constantly torn by the, the part of me that is super sentimental yeah and the part of me that also is trying to move on and trying to better myself as a person and just like keep moving forward and so part of me is like well if i if i look back on this old stuff that i wrote i'm gonna revert a little bit back to who i used to be Hmm. but then i'm also like well maybe reading it will let me see how far i've come and see the fault in my thinking back then and so i'll i'll advance more as a person yeah, I think it depends how strong you are at this moment. Yeah, so I 
I have destroyed some things and I have kept <laughs> some things also that are really personal. So That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Anyways, this, that lyric is just like, oh, I listen to that every time and I'm like, this genius. I love these <laughs> lyrics. I wrote your name and burned it. See the color of the flame and it burned out the whole spectrum as if you were everything. I'm like, yeah. what? Like the, the flame that's burning and it goes from like red to orange to mm -hmm. blue. It's like, like you are everything that is so beautiful and poetic yeah i love that and there's one oh yeah and there's one other lyric in that song um when we were kids you were the sun to which my eyes would not adjust so um <clears throat> that person for him like he never it never got boring i think is what he's trying to say he never got used to it his eyes never adjusted because every time he looked at it he still was just like taken aback and kind of like yeah wow this is a really cool person so i think brand new is i i like the way i feel like they it's use like words because the sun is the center of the of our universe right oh yeah of our solar system yeah or our solar system at least I so i feel like is right that... blake do you want to talk about <laughs> i think i mean we re center. revolve around it yeah yeah so it's we like, revolve around our sun yeah so mm -hmm. i feel like that's also Ooh. ties into what he's saying i hadn't thought about that before <laughs> i like that anyways that's a good song but i don't want to listen to it because i don't want to keep making people sad if they don't want to be sad <laughs> let's, um, let's end it on a good song then let's end it on an upbeat song okay um anything vampire weekend <laughs> <laughs> i love vampire weekend okay i'll pick it then okay you, you get you pick the man i, I pick, pick the, the artist you pick the song all right let's give me let's anything go. vampire weekend preferably so, not from their nearest newest album i, I like their nearest newest oh my gosh i like their newest album um but i'm just partial to their older stuff yeah i, I, did, uh, I did get to go to their concert though and that was so much fun i think that might have been my favorite concert so far wow yeah. Wow. Wow. I, uh, oh, you know what? I do have a favorite Vampire Weekend song, but I <gasps> forgot the name. Oh, it's okay. Um, if you explain it to me a little bit, I might be able to remember it. Oh, um. The kids don't stand a chance. Kids don't stand a chance. Or I have a vinyl of that song. This uh, 45. I'm going to pick a Vampire Weekend song that's one of my favorite songs. So here you go. Do you like any of the lyrics or just the way the song makes you feel? This song reminds me of being in Hawaii. Ooh. I liked this girl over there and she really loved this band. Cool. And we listened to this song. Didn't you say you used to not like Vampire Weekend I... because you thought like the group of kids that listened to Vampire Weekend, it was just like too clicky or you didn't want to be grouped in with them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Fair enough. Um... It was a group of, no, it was a, a couple friends that said like, yeah, that band sucks. They're just trying to be P Peter Gabriel mm. and uh, Peter Gabriel. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I just agreed with them. Like, yeah, I won't listen to them. But then there was a girl I, I really liked in Hawaii that loved Vampire Weekend and kind of like opened my eyes to them more. Yeah. This song specifically reminds me of those times. Are you still friends with this person or yeah. no? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. It's not weird. That's nice. Like, uh, Allie and I went to Hawaii and we hung out with her. That's that's really great. I yeah. like when people can still be friends. Yeah. 
She's so cool. Shout out to Paige Ward. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to ask you if you don't want to say anything. No, 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 no. It's not like that. She's cool. Hi, Paige. You would really like her. Actually, she's just one of those people that everyone likes, so. Do you want to go to Hawaii and record an episode? Yeah, Paige, if you're listening, (laughs) (laughs) let's do a mixed episode. She's got a really good taste in music, so uh, it'd be good. love this part with the violins or the cello or whatever it is so good every single time i listen to this song in the car like if i'm driving with my mom i like turn it way up and i'm like i need you to pay attention to this part (laughs) right here and then i turn it way up no it was the violin part like the violin cello part i every single time that's something I really appreciate about Vampire Weekend is their instrumental. Mm, it yes. like really gets me because it's this mix of modern but also classic. And I'm like, yeah. wow, they do it so well. I love your relationship with your mom and how you can share music with her. She does not like listening. She always like, I think she gets annoyed when I show her new music. Oh, she gets, really? I don't think she can last the whole song. She's just kind of like, <laughs> she just like wants to talk or something. Or she gets distracted. She'll start looking on her phone. And I'm like, mom, can you listen to this part right here? Mom, like, listen to my yeah i have like this very specific memory of sitting in the costco parking lot with her and like showing her saturday by real estate oh oh god such a good song and then power on by james blake and like showing her a few songs in a row which is probably not the best way to do it but like (laughs) being super psyched and just wanting her to appreciate it the exact same way that i appreciated it which was really presumptuous but you don't think she felt it no i think she liked it yeah but she didn't I mean, no one's going to have the same experience with a song that you have with it. So yeah, it was sure. just... I try. Yeah. But I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, everyone's going to... It's going to hit different people in different ways. Yeah. Shout out to Belinda. Yeah. I love you for trying, Mom. Thanks. Yeah. We hung out with her the other day, and she was... She's really cool. So much fun. Every, I always make this joke that... <laughs> well, when I still lived at home, I'm like... People only hang out with me so they can hang out with my mom. (laughs) (laughs) It might get to that point, to be honest. She's so cool. But yeah, um, like Colton and Sean had crushes on my mom. (laughs) We didn't really get to spend time with your dad, though. He's he's cool, too. He's quiet. He's more of like a one-on-one type person. And he's he's more behind the scenes. Like he will, he is the most generous, sweetest person, but doesn't want anyone. He, he doesn't do it for the show. Like he does it behind the scenes. So people don't see it. He's really cool. I want to get to know that dad. I respect him a lot. I respect people's dads. Uh, I think we should end this. Do you feel comfortable? Yeah, I feel good ending it. I feel like we started sad, but we ended happy. So that's good. That was good. I don't have and to thank you because we were, we're both co-hosts. Yeah. I'm no, a co-host. You don't you're deserve co-host. my thanks. Yeah. Uh, Okay, we can thank you each other though. Um, I think, yeah, yeah, I think the show. 
Nick, thank you for pushing me to do a podcast that I really didn't want to do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's good for me to get out of my comfort zone yeah. and do stuff that I'm not comfortable with. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for uh, doing this podcast and having another friend to do something with. It's been so much fun and I'm not just exaggerating. I've been known to exaggerate. I'm not exaggerating. This has been so much fun. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay. Bye, Holland. Bye. (laughs)